Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. It's January. You know what that means? It's twippy season. I'm so excited. We got all kinds of goodness for you today. I am so excited about my last guest who is adorbs. We had Ella Reese on as our little flip last uh, episode. Again, hashtag puppy for Ella. Guys, make sure you buy your cookies. I'm all about cookies and dogs. That's We're about pinball cookies and dogs. If, if you can't get behind me, those are the three things that I'm about and support <laughs> totally. But I am super stoked about my guests today. I They're friends, they're neighbors, and they're awesome streamers. Help me welcome from Austin, Texas, the hosts of Fliptronic, Rebecca Salem and Jordan Berger. Yay! Howdy, howdy, howdy. You guys, so excited. I know. I'm super excited. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Rebecca, Jordan, thank you guys so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. And I should have actually introduced you as the Twippy nominated Fliptronic. I know. It's very exciting. We'll get more into that in a minute. But for our listeners who don't know you, we'll start with you, Rebecca. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you started in pinball and where you're at today. My name's Rebecca. I feel really weird because that's like the way that we go into the stream. Like, my name's Rebecca. This is Jordan. Um, <laughs> but um, so I I played pinball. The, like my b- first memories of pinball was my dad taking me to like a mini golf course. Um, and they would give you like credits based on your report cards. And so I would get like free quarters and stuff for the little mini golf arcade thing. But then my dad always taught me to go around and press the start buttons on all of the machines to see who walked away from a free game. So we would always see how long we could make it at the arcade, like trying to get those free games and basically just trying to not play, pay for pinball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I got out of it for a few years. Like I just, you know, the putt-putt closed you know, it wasn't cool to go to putt-putt mini golf anymore with your report cards when you're like in middle school and high school. Um, and so I fell out of it for a long time. Um, and then, you know, there are arcades that are open here, but I was always really busy. And um, what's funny is, is I was going through pictures, I think on Facebook the other day, and I found one from when I was, I think like 21 years old and I was in Vegas, super hammered. Um, and I took a selfie with, um, Batman forever. No, not Batman forever. Uh, what's the Christopher Nolan one? It's just like Batman. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. I took a picture with, uh, the Batman dark Knight because at that point I was mostly just really super into Batman. Like my hobbies are hyper-focused. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, I've always been a super big hobbyist. So when Jordan was like, Hey, I want to buy a pinball machine and get into pinball. I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, and that's She's the best enabler. I am <laughs> so good at telling you, well, you know what? That's not as true anymore because <laughs> now I tell you no, because we have 15 pins and four work. <laughs> yeah. Th- that's so <laughs> I tell you no now, cause I want you to fix them. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's sort of how we ended up. I ended up here in pinball today. I'm like, you know, 
as far as who I am as a person, I am your lovely local essential employee that runs around with way too many hobbies. I, <laughs> I've tried them all. So I love it. I love it. We're going to find out a little more about your hobbies because you're doing all kinds of cool stuff. And I just, I love it. I love it. It's all heart emojis all the time. I love it. <laughs> and just so you guys know, Rebecca and I met um, when they started up the Bells Austin chapter because some of the San Antonio Bells went up for their first event. And I just remember you were like so excited um, when I was like blowing it up on Metallica and you're like taking pictures for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. So I, know I, that- I have never seen anybody actually make it that far in Metallica before. So my mind was neither. like... <laughs> Blown. Uh, but then I, like, I, I so think- glad somebody documented it. I was like, see, it happened. It happened. I mean, but you were also super welcoming to me. I remember you like even from like my first Houston Expo because I mean, yeah, no, maybe the Bell's inauguration. I'm like trying to think of time. It was like October is when Bell's started. And then November would have been Expo. Yeah. And I think you, the first time you and I met was at Expo. Um, the Houston yeah. Expo. And then we kind of got to know each other at the Bells kickoff, which was like right around the same time. So it was like, yes. Yeah. And now we're best friends. And yeah, we are works. total best friends. Um, yeah, we're best friends. <laughs> my friend, um, my friend in Austin. No, and it was just super cool. And I, yeah, no, I would say that like Houston Expo was one of the most fun experiences because I was so nervous at TPF, like doing and wanting to sign up for any competitions because we were such little babies. Like we hauled that beautiful spring break. And I can't wait for Jordan to talk about that beautiful, (laughs) stunning, mint condition, fully restored spring break. Best one that exists. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because we were such baby. Yeah, we were so new in TPF. And uh, so Expo, I think, was our first like real experience. But enough about me, Jordan, you talk about yourself. Yeah, Jordan. What is the 411 on Jordan? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I like Becca, I'm a chronic hobbyist too. Um, most of my hobbies though, tend to be around, um, mechanical tinkering, I would say. Oh like yeah. Any, anything that like requires electricity or has motors and moves, stuff like that, like working on cars, building random things like that's all up my alley. And so I got really interested in pinball, but first, like, I guess before even getting my first pinball machine, I had played a couple of different machines, but I never got into it enough to like try to figure out the rules. I just flipped and, you know, tried to hit things, I think as most starters did. And um, so I think like, I remember mostly playing Jurassic Park, like the East Jurassic Park and, mm-hmm. and like Terminator 2. And then not really touching a pinball machine until pinballs opened up in Austin. Oh, that's, oh, and I then, was about to. And then I was like, oh, then I played Medieval Madness a lot. And that was really the only one I ever played. And then aside from that, I would just go play the actual like arcade games and not really pay attention to pinball. I think I had a friend at work who said that her and her boyfriend were into pinball competitions. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know there's competitions. That sounds awesome. And I never really followed up on that. And then uh, browsing Craigslist at like for random things to buy and whatnot. Like I found a pinball machine for $500 and um, it looked like it was in good condition. So I was like, Hey, is this available? They said, yes. I went out, looked at it, looked fine. And I bought it. And it was that spring break. And um, there was nothing really wrong with it when I got it, right? I'm trying to remember. No, it was. It was just dirty. And so I was like, oh, you know, I want to clean this up and make it look nice and put LEDs in it. 
and there's a lot of ball swirls on the play field. Mm-hmm. So I started reading up on like, how do you clean the play field? How do you get these ball swirls out? And they're like, oh, use, you know, a magic eraser and like these different liquids and get it out. And then I read like, okay, after you do that, you have to re-clear it. And I was like, okay, I'll just break it all down, you know, remove everything from the play field. And then I'll do these things and re-clear the play field. Tell also, us about the font. Yeah. So the vacation that it spells going down the play field was all chipped too. So I figured out the font. Uh, with the letters that were still existing by taking a picture, running it through this like program that figures out the font for you, taking that font, making uh, vinyl decals to basically uh, be a mask to repaint those letters. Uh, so I restored all the letters and then cleared it, fixed it up, put LEDs in it, and then sold it at TPF. Because <laughs> wow. I'm like, I want something, I already want something bigger and better. Like, I want to, I want to trade up. And, and we got a break shot. I got the break shot. Yep. So that was That's really it. what got us into it. Was it's always that taste, that first taste, or like now yeah. I need another one. Because one always means two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. and now now you have over a dozen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh I, keep, my God, I keep seeing good deals and I'm like, oh, I can't I can't just like pass on this. Like Becca, there's this fire for sale. It doesn't work. It was a fire. No, it did work when I tested. Like it was a fire for a thousand dollars, and I'm like, hey, it That's looks in good condition. Like I, it, it flipped when I turned it on. All that ended up being bad with it was a bad coil. Like and well, bad the rubber bands but, for the well, actual yeah, it had rubber bands, but that's rubbers. That's and insane. then the collapsed flipper. Well, that just happened. It broke a flipper. Oh <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it satiated my my mechanical tinkering like to the point where I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to work on cars. I don't want to work on anything else. I just want to mess with pinball machines because uh, it hits sort of everything. It's like I can work on it and then I can enjoy that satisfaction of playing it after I work on it. And God forbid it's competitive. And it's competitive. So now yeah. we don't have to do any more trading card games yeah we don't have to do any more (laughs) bad trading card games we were mostly into board games and trading card games pre-pinball so this uh now supplements that we can now streamline into just like pin into board games we really enjoy true we don't need all of them them. and we'll never play another trading card game ever again yes (laughs) no more Oh my goodness, I love it so much. You guys are hilarious. So we'll we'll find out more about Fliptronic and the history of the stream later on in this show. But jumping into news, there's not like there is news. Becca, you and I have talked about ha- coming on the show because we met up um like a month or so ago. You guys did that, you know, kind of surprise stream of Raza, which mm-hmm. that was a whole <laughs> was a whole thing. What a surprise was awesome. stream that was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Like it was like all of a sudden it's like oh Roz is going to be at the shop in san antonio like tomorrow or whatever i'm like what all right let me let me go figure this out (laughs) and then you guys were there and i was so excited it was so much fun january 1st new year's day they released the twippy nominees and you guys were nominated so congratulations on that how did that feel how excited Uh were you guys you don't swear really on your podcast. Yes, we, you can swear, but I'm going to beep you. So if you want to say something, you're just going to get beat. You, you can do it in the style of um, the good place. Oh, holy mother forking shirt balls. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, there are so many amazing like content creators that exist. And if there is one thing that has been amazing about COVID is that it has really, I would say, like encouraged people to like get out of their comfort zone and take on streaming and take on podcasting and just like engage with the different with the pinball community in a completely different way. Um, 
And so it's something where, you know, we were like, oh, we should ask, you know, if people want to like vote for us, like vote for us. Sure. But we did like fantasy Twippy style nominations to like guess who would be on the top 10. And I even told Jordan the day before the nominations came out, I was like, I don't think we're going to make it. And I listed off everybody else who I adored. And I was like, yeah, I don't, there's no way. There's so many content creators. We're never going to make it. And then we saw it and I was like, oh my God, it's here. Oh my God. And I just got, I was like blown away. Um, Cause everybody on that list is phenomenal. It's really true. So for our listeners who may be new to the show, new to the hobby, you who've just randomly found us, the Twippies are a People's Choice Awards style pinball award show. So all of these nominees come from the general public. So it is very much a People's Choice Award. And they um, hunt for nominees in December. They ask everybody to you know submit their favorite um, you know, creator or game or things like that, anything related to pinball in December. And then January 1st, they always release the nominees. And of course, Fliptronic was on the no- nominee list for best pinball streaming, which is so exciting because you guys have not been streaming that long. When did you guys start streaming? Uh, April, mid-April. So I mean, there, 21st, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, like seven, eight months. You know, it's, you know, that not that long. So, I mean, I was just, over the moon just because i consider you guys friends and neighbors but i was like oh my god they just this is the bestest i was so excited for you guys i love everybody but i was kind of excited because i was like i know them that was kind of the big well, news you're nominated too nominated. all listeners you know i took a hiatus you know was doing health stuff so i was like i did one post on social media saying like hey twippies are out vote for me like I wasn't like super like you know you know asking for votes or anything like or asking to be nominated I did one post and I was like "Eh." I really didn't think I'd make the list because of the hiatus and then when I made the list I was like oh my gosh y'all this is so awesome I was like so excited I really am just excited to be nominated I'm among a a lot of immensely talented creative people so the fact that I, I made the short list and there are a lot of podcasts that I listen to that did not make the list, um, you know, just how you guys feel. There's other streamers, you know, yeah. um, two of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, uh, the Pinball Players podcast with Jeff Parsons and then uh, the Loser Kid podcast. Um, they didn't make the list. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't. This is crazy. So um, there's a lot of really immensely talented people in our hobby. And this is just a way to, to highlight them. And we're going to go through here. Um, we're not going to do all the categories because we just, the show is just too short. <laughs> we, can't, we would be here. This would be a very long show if we went through all the nominees. So what I'm going to ask uh, Jordan and Rebecca to give me is their top pick for each category. And I'm going to laugh because I feel like all of their answers will be Hot Wheels. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. <laughs> Are we able to uh, say uh, about our, our previous uh, stream that we went over? Yes. Yeah, you can definitely, you know, we'll link that in the show notes. I know that they, you guys deep dived. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they, if, if, if listeners want a deep dive to all of our insane rationale, yeah. we did, we did do like a stream about it. That's probably living in our VODs somewhere. Yep. If you want to listen to us talk even more <laughs> for a longer time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We need more Jordan and Rebecca in our lives. We love it. <laughs> All right. But we're going to go real quick through uh, some of the nominees. And, um, you know, you guys just let me know who your picks are. Um, let's start off with best toys and gimmicks. Yes. 
Just a second. I have to go look back at my email. I know. I got to remember oh, all of it. So all um, the nominees were Avengers, uh, yep. Infinity Quest, Guns N' Roses, Heavy Metal, Heist, Hot Wheels, Rick and Morty, Stranger Things, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This was actually a tough one for me. Um, I'm trying to remember my top pick. Actually, I think I've either put Team NT or I put maybe Avengers. But like going back and I've heard a lot of different people talk about these categories now. Like we did it like instantly and yeah. picked all of our stuff pretty quick. But like now that I'm thinking back on it, the heist telescoping crane is super awesome. Um, like GNR obviously has amazing stuff with all of like the moving lights um, and like the drumstick rails and like a lot of good toys in there. So I'm like, I, I think if I had to redo it, which I might actually go back because I heard you can resubmit it and it'll mm-hmm. take your, your latest. Listeners, you can do that. So let's say you like knee jerk reaction voted January one. And now upon reflection, you want to change your mind. If you use go with back in using your same email, essentially your new ballot will replace your old ballot. Um, so you can go back in there and, you know, if you want to change your votes, you can do that through the voting period, which ends on uh, January 30th. So my top three picks for toys and gimmicks, and after listening to people, I heard a lot of really good statements for Heist, but I felt bad because I didn't, I've never played Heist, Um, but like, it looks really cool. I just haven't seen a lot about it. I've never flipped on it. So my top three for best toys and gimmicks were Guns N' Roses, because they lean into that gimmick. They, They lean into it so hard. And I think that, and it's not even a toy that did it for me, uh, on GNR. It's the, uh, drumstick ramp. Uh, and it's that drumstick. I, I love it. It's beautiful. It's super, it's like a subtle yet creative thing. Cause Jordan even forgot that they existed. He's like, I forgot yeah, about that. I totally forgot about it. And it's amazing. Uh, I also went with stranger things, um, for that projector and that Demogorgon because it's, it's really just like a marvel of engineering. And uh, I also went with hot wheels because it's not just five toys. You can stick in there. <laughs> you can stick in like, 70 Hot Wheels cars if you really want to, and you can rotate them out. Are we so. just doing number one choice or the three? Yeah, we're oh, just going to do number one. So. Okay, so oh, okay. number one, I did put Hot Wheels, and I think my justification there was because of how you can buy an infinite amount of toys to put in there and swap okay. out in and out, which is really cool. But in reflection, like overall, I think I would probably now change that probably to GNR, honestly. Um, I think that would be my first pick now. So I'll, I'll say GNR. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, next uh, category, best animations and display. Uh, let's see, best animations and display. I we had put... Avengers, Guns N' Roses, Heavy Metal, Heist, Hot Wheels, Ranger in the Ruins, <clears> which <throat> is the machine by Nick Baldridge, um, yeah. Rick and Morty, Stranger Things, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I put for my number one, I put Hot Wheels, um, and I think I stick <laughs> by that. Um, I think they made really good use of the YouTube show um, that they were basing it off of. And then all their own animations um, that they had to come up with fit really well into that whole kind of theme and the show that they were basing it off. Like it all just felt really uh, polished when I look at the display and see the things going on and happening. And then also they show you all these cars that you collect. So they have hundreds of assets of these cars that they're showing within their display. And so I thought that was very impressive. I love that. Rebecca? I also went with Hot Wheels for literally the exact same reason. But I, I could make a really good argument for GNR. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, GNR, I mean, they just uh, dumped so much, you know, animation-wise, toys-wise into that machine. And that's going to lean into our next category, which is Best Light Show. 
Yeah, I mean that's it's you GNR. can't you can't beat Guns N' Roses on that. Like they they were the first to come out with you know the the flooded you know LED light rail thing kind of going on. Um, so yeah, it's and quite frankly, if GNR hadn't come out, it would our vote would have been Hot Wheels. But it probably, like, it probably would have been Hot Wheels, yes, because it was uh, really re- they did really good usage of their lighting and especially having like the triple LEDs under an arrow to kind of point you in a direction of where you need to have the shot. Man, this was a year for light shows. It was. Yeah, it was, great. It was Rick it and Morty. Was I mean, heavy oh, light show year, heavy light show year. I'm cool uh, with it. Yeah, no, it's great. I was just like, Oh, usually you're like struggling to find one. You're like, Nope, we got plenty. So, all right. Next category, best call outs. Uh, best call outs. Let me find my list here. I put hot wheels. Um, and again, th- it's partially what sold me on the machine. It was a combination of, you know, the theme and the look of the play field. But after watching Dead Flips reveal stream for it and hearing the the gas station bells and like the air ratchet sounds and the voices didn't like sound annoying or anything. Jordan, I think you're leaning into best music and sound effects there. Oh, am I? I don't know. No, I put it for call outs. Oh, OK. Yeah. But, like, no, the call outs are part of it. All right. Well, I guess I don't know if you did. Dude, it's two separate categories. That's I mean, right. They, yeah. Call outs or call outs. And then the next True. category, hmm. you know, they have his music and sound. Okay. I might switch that to Rick and Morty. Okay. <laughs> well, True. we'll start resubmitting True. our like True. third ballot. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's good to reflect. You know? No, I, well, it's just the things that you like about Hot Wheels are the sound effects, which is because I also put call outs for Hot yeah, Wheels. Yeah. The call outs really aren't bad. They are really good. But I think that the call outs in Rick and Morty are funnier and, and provide a better uh, theme integration because of that. So I would go with call outs on Rick and Morty. I'm going on Hot Wheels literally for the one, for okay. the old man. There's an old man that in old Hot man Wheels. If you've watched any of our streams, I laugh at it every single time where he's an old man who goes, well, that didn't go as expected. Yeah. Or like some variation of that whenever you drain. And it just, it ends me every <laughs> single time. Hot Wheels does tell you that you epic failed. Yeah. I can't think of any other machine that does that. Yeah, no, I, I love that. <laughs> it's the bestest. All right. So leaning into that same kind of vibe, best music and sound. That I did put Hot Wheels. Okay. okay. Um, and, and that was be- getting murdered by again because of all those fans. sound effects. And the, the, the music is uh, <laughs> really what I enjoy most about it. It keeps me into the game feeling sort of energetic Whereas opposed like, you know, I had a Jurassic Park and it kind of felt like sort of dark and gloomy and like industrial, I, I guess is kind of the word, with like mm-hmm. some of the pipe cleaning type sounds. And People like, die. Yeah, of course. And like it, it provides a certain level of drama, right? And I'm like, that's great for the theme, but like that's not for me personally. I really like high energy, goofy excitement and Hot Wheels brought that in spades. Um, and I don't say GNR just because I'm not a huge fan of GNR. And... Um, I didn't like how the music kind of varies whether you're in a mode or not. Like the, the loudness. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, I could, I could totally see that. So Rebecca, Jordan's a, Jordan's a really big sound guy actually. So like if there is one thing that I'll I do have off, years of background in car audio stuff. And he's sound. super into sound. It's so funny to hear what he has feedback on sound. The first time I think you came over to my house, you were like, your sound on your TV sucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thanks. Um, <laughs> thanks for that. Will you date me now? <laughs> Is that a pickup line? <laughs> it's all, fine. You got me a better TV. Um, so, uh, no, I went with Hot Wheels, uh, the air ratchet noise, uh, which I'm sure would be so annoying for some people. The air ratchet noise, the ripping the spinners, every sound on Hot Wheels is amazing. And, um, like, it's something where Jordan would like to 
when we streamed, Jordan would want to play music in the background. And we did not stop playing music for DMCA stuff. I would request on our Hot Wheels streams, like, I don't want to listen to music because I really like the music and sound effects on this pin. And like, I'm more mm -hmm. into it when I get to hear the music and sound effects on this pin. Yeah. So. And API was really receptive to some of the criticism at first on their music where they said like Redline Mania didn't feel like adrenaline filled enough in the music. And then they changed it. Yeah. They're like, okay, we'll make it more like rocking out music. And they did. So that was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that they're so receptive to that kind of feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they're, they're awesome. A little of our friends at American Pinball. Um, next category, best rules. Um, I'm pretty sure I went with Avengers on this one. Rebecca? Yeah, I, you know what? I So yeah, I also Avengers. went with Avengers um, on this. And I it's hard because I feel like there's also a good argument for Stranger Things with that di like disgustingly good code update that changed the whole game. Um, and so I'm really sad we played it on old code because we haven't been able to play it on new code. Oh, no, um, I played it on new code. Yeah, we played it at Cidercade. At Cidercade, that's right. I did not get a chance to play it when I was up at Saturcade and I'm like a little disappointed because I only played old code and I was, I'm very meh about it. Like meh, but I've heard such good things about the new code and I'm like, dang it. So, um, so I'm definitely want to kind of revisit that because it's like, I want to like it. I do. I want <laughs> to like it. All right. Next one. Best theme, just overall theme. So this one, um, I put Hot Wheels, but I might revisit because I am like it. I think at this one, I first thought it was theme integration, and then I saw theme integration later. Yeah, two different but theme only. I really would go Rick and Morty because mm -hmm. I think like of all these things, I would be most interested on Rick and Morty. Like if somebody said you can have any pinball machine, you don't get to look at what it does, what it sounds like, anything just based off of theme alone. I would go with Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, yeah. I also so I went. I went with Hot Wheels, um, and I think I, I stick by I stick by Hot Wheels. If you gave me a, you don't get the look, you have to pick. Um, I think that as much as I love Rick and Morty as a show, I feel like I have more nostalgia wrapped up in Hot Wheels. In fact, I found some of my dad's old Hot Wheels that he gave oh, me fun. when I was going through boxes. Yeah, so I've got some old Hot Wheels from like back in the day. Yeah. Um, and and for background, Becca never watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I, so I, I can't. I TNT. did. What? But I would still be more interested in Rick and Morty over Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, you yeah. know, if I, I did. I would probably go for Teenage. Mutant my brother Ninja was super into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, you know, came of age in the you know eighties, nineties, so it was very much a part of like my you know childhood, um, and I very much remember the movies from the eighties, early nineties, you know, and the uh, uh, Ninja rap. Thank you. Vanilla ice yes. so much. <laughs> oh my God. They're out of vanilla ice pen and Jordan will buy it sight unseen. I mean, just for probably, the irony alone. Uh, and I will, no, you won't, you won't. Uh, um, maybe. I'm just saying you could throw down on some big, bad Beetleborgs or, you know, give me some like PBS special features, which is what I was raised on. Mm -hmm. And so give me some Nova, some Nova planet themed, uh, <laughs> pinball machines where Neil deGrasse Tyson just tells me science facts. I already told Steve I want Goonies. Give me Goonies. Yeah. Give me Goonies. I, you know, I would love if we were going to pick up stuff from my childhood, Gem and the Holograms. Like that was like my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but not like that horrible remake they gave us a few years ago. Yeah. I was like, this is terrible. This is hot garbage. I was so upset. I was like, but I was like, Gem and the Holograms, she reprints princess of power. I was like, I'd be on that all day long. So, oh my all God. right. 
best yeah. artwork. Best artwork. Let's see. I put. I like how we have to scroll through know, to right? get a look. Like I know. Like, so thing. we got Avengers, Guns uh, N' Roses, yes. Heavy Metal, Heist, Hot Wheels, Ranger in the Ruins, Rick and Morty, the Star Wars Comic Edition, Stranger Things, and TMNT. I put Avengers um, because it, it really does look amazing in person. Um, the artwork all over it is incredible. And I'm actually waiting on my Zombie Yetis signed Translite to come. <gasps> Um, I'm swapping out our pro translate for the premium one that's signed um, because I like that artwork better. But um, the, the way that they sectioned off the lanes that you shoot for Avengers and incorporating artwork for each character kind of in those lanes, or at least trying to theme it um, was really cool to me. I, I kind of liked that idea of like, this is this person's area. Like it's fully dedicated to them and it's separated by a hard line. Seems really cool. Um so yeah, and it just it felt like a different kind of animation for Avengers that we haven't seen before, and they pulled it off, and it yeah it it looked great, and um it it was a hard decision between like that and the comic book Star Wars because I do really like Star Wars. And I yeah I love <laughs> that was my choice. I mean, right now it is between um avengers and star wars and you know they go between one and two one and two uh, i ended up kind of leaning towards the star wars com- comic art pen i know people get spicy about it but i just thought it was awesome i just thought it was a great art package but they're all there's no real it's bad art i've convinced jordan to not buy that one because he wanted it also based on the art package and i was like jordan i hate the layout I hate the layout. I hate it. Like I hate it. I don't want it. I mean, it's not that I don't hate it. It's just sometimes it. you need games you hate because you gotta no. you gotta get used to them. You gotta play. No. Ooh, that oh, hot take. I'm like, mm. it's, it's, it's like something you're gonna to have to play it in a tournament probably sometime. Like you know, well, never own Stargate. No. Never hashtag never own Stargate. Never, never, never. never. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I would totally own Stargate. I would totally own Stargate. Oh. I love, I love the theme. I love the okay, theme. And I it's like such a derpy Gottlieb. And we bought Spring Break, Lauren. We owned Spring Break. We just generally go for crappy movie pins. So <laughs> I liked the. I, I actually liked the movie. I just uh, that pin. It, it's just the love hate more hate relationship with that one. All right, a few more categories we're going to chat about. Uh, best playfield lay- layout. I went with Avengers on that. Yeah, I think I also went with Avengers on that. It's uh, we've played pretty much everything that's in the in the running, except for a few games. Like we haven't touched Heist or you know be able to touch like any of the other things related to the P three with like the Ranger in the Ruins thing. I'm not sure if that's on the list there, but um, I'm trying to think is there any games we haven't played? But most of them we've played this year, and yeah, the Avengers is just so smooth and it's it's a flow monster. So I'm like, yes, this is the layout that I love. And I will, I will appreciate it. It for, flows so nice for a, for a long time. It's premium Ellie. Well, Ellie, like premium, premium, like versus pro. They both flow so well, which is a great transition. Yeah, like I am super jelly for everybody that's played Avengers. I'm not. I'm a little spicy about it. Some of you who follow me on social <laughs> media saw that I drove an hour and a half. Myself and my friend Chris Doyle, we drove an hour and a half and it was broken and I'm not mad. Like these things, pinball machines break. I was just salty that I was like, so excited. Like we're going to go play Avengers. We were both like so excited. And then we get there and it's like, literally like, <laughs> like, nah. Yeah. That's a bummer. 
Well, Lauren, when things go down and everybody's safe and chill, I we'll know. have a Hot Wheels and an Avengers night. And you can get- oh my God, I'd be so excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Two more categories we'll chat about here. Best theme integration. Theme integration. All right. I think on this one, Hot I did. Wheels. Yeah, Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hot Wheels. So, okay. So Hot Wheels, hear me out on theme integration here. The tachometer is like the heart of this pin, right? Um, it dictates all of your scoring and how how much you try to put, you know, basically the pedal to the metal on these RPM targets to boost up your tack will pay out, right? It's a risk versus reward. Um, so I think that theme of like pushing it to the limit and, um, you know, taking the risk is in the theme of Hot Wheels. You know, if you grew up with Hot Wheels, you were taking these cars and making them do jumps, crazy jumps and loops and pushing them to their limit. And, you know, it's yeah, it, it just fits somehow like and the ramps look like the track sort of in the coloring with the blue and the orange. I really like that. And, um, you know, some people complain, oh, they should have had like a loop in there. Well, like, I mean, hey, it didn't work for Goldlings. It's probably not going to work for American like doing that. So that's fine. Um, but I think, yeah, overall with the tachometer and like a little spinning car and that you can put cars in there, the theme integration is just off the charts. They made a toy with toys in it for people who love toys. Yeah. And with all of that, it's just such a perfect package. And yeah, it's amazing. So Rebecca, I'm assuming that your choice is also Hot Wheels. It was also Hot Wheels. <laughs> I've all been right. Hot Wheels 2020 for a really long time. <laughs> We'll talk about that here in just a second. So overall, you guys, and this is going to be a tough one. Maybe, maybe not. I have a feeling uh, it's going to, I know the answer to this, but game of the year. All right. Well, mine is different from Becca's. We did disagree. We did uh, disagree. I, I put Avengers. Oh my gosh. Yep. So why, why did you go away from your baby Hot Wheels? Um, because um, while Hot Wheels, so here's how I would put it. Hot Wheels is like a seven or eight out of 10 on pretty much everything across the board for me. Whereas Avengers is like a nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 on a lot of them, except for like maybe the music. Right. So I can't take that out of the running for like my favorite pin of the year. Uh, just because I don't like the music in particular, I can always mute it and play my own music and be happy with that. So I think, you know, with fixing that, it, it beats out hot wheels uh, slightly. Like, I'm not saying that's like a, like, you know, they're running away with it, but uh, it's definitely more challenge. I, I think it's a different level of challenge, like especially in how you have to strategize your things where Hot Wheels is more like it's pretty easy to run through the rules and grasp them and execute. It's just really hard to get through it all right to get to the final wizard mode. That's the challenge. Whereas Avengers, it's like a lot more of the strategy and is in how you make your choices. And I think that is more interesting overall and makes for a better game of the year. They shoved a board game in a machine yeah. and it's not safe cracker. Correct. <laughs> so whereas i went the totally different opposite direction which is jordan goes with this because it's so complex it should be game of the year and i went with hot wheels because i think that it is so pure and god it sounds so bad when i say it. it's so pure and simple it's like <laughs> but it it is a game that i think has all of this amazing potential if it weren't for covid to bring in like it is such an enticing, beautiful, gorgeous, wonderfully sounding machines. The shots are so satisfying. The only game where I have felt so satisfied on certain shots is Game of Thrones. Um, like, and I love Game of Thrones, but like it is such a satisfying game to hit your shots. Um, 
It is so much risk and reward. It is nonlinear. There are so many, and all of the Hot Wheels challenges that we've done all freaking summer, bless my poor soul. They were very um, hard. They were hard. And we put, I think we put, we put over 1200 games on the machine mm-hmm. just to get through the challenges, which really showed us how there are so many different ways to just get points, period. And no way in particular, like each way. It was very balanced. It was so balanced. And I was really amazed. Like, it's not like something where you can figure out like an exploit to game the system. Um, Although there were exploits, but then they fixed them. And so it didn't Mm -hmm. matter anymore. But like currently there's that. And then they're still working on like, it's code complete, but they're still like throwing in little tidbits, like the treasure hunt cars. Like they threw in mm-hmm. treasure hunt cars, which is such an important. And it's only a thing known by actual Hot Wheels collectors. Yeah. It's like very, you know, niche to that, to that You picked world, your game right? of the year, Jordan. I know. My game of the year. I know, year. I'm just saying, like, you're, it's cool. You're, I, I agree. Yeah, you're supporting it. It's, it's hard for me time. to reject it as game of the year. I, I know, it's hard. Um, but yeah, and so I think, um, I think it is appealing. I think it is challenging. It is when I think of the game of the year being the game that I want to go back. I want to play more of it. I want to play it over and over and over and over again to the point where Jordan says, sit down. Um, it is Hot Wheels. Sit down. I sit down. When I, Jordan, remember the time I streamed for like, what, six hours? I'm just saying like, you're going to hurt your back. You might want to chill. But I'm yeah, it's not like, sit down, in a, sit down. It's not like a bad way, but you're like, Jeez. are you okay? Like, take a break. And um, it's so funny that you guys like talk like in one of the reasons listeners, I really, you know, besides I think they're awesome and hella cool people, but th- I knew that they had like a slight obsession with Hot Wheels. Like, and they're the only streamers I really know that kind of have deep dive into Hot Wheels that I regularly watch. And for me, it was just really interesting because that's one of those games that here locally in San Antonio, nobody has. So I, mm-hmm. it's like not something that I've had a chance to play. Of course, you know, bless their hearts. They had to release a game during COVID. You know, I mean, they're all for all the manufacturers this year. I mean, how do you re- how do you release a game during a pandemic? Because all of the tried and true, like we're going to have it at a show. We're going to have it at a, you know, pinball tournament. We're going to go. No, n- none of those things. All of those things are out the window. You can't even even drop it at an arcade because for the most part, most of them are closed. So uh, the fact that you guys have been able to to deep dive so much about Hot Wheels. So if if you're talking, and I know you guys have pretty much talked it up during the Twippies and, and all these uh, wonderful categories. I was very meh about the theme because I was like Hot Wheels. Like it was something my brother was into, uh, Hot Wheels Matchbox. But it wasn't something I've been into. But I mean, honestly, Becca and Jordan, you guys have sold me on like possibly getting Hot Wheels. Like, I mean, I'm kind of like... I'm trying to talk my husband into oh. buying a, a machine, like a new, because he, he's like, I really like the new machines. I'm like, do <laughs> you? As I like, you know, put my fingers together in <laughs> style. I'm like, do you? I was in uh, the same boat though. Like I did not, when I first saw like pictures released and stuff and saw some of the video from, I think uh, they were at some expo. Of, it was like a toy expo or something like that. I was like, eh, this looks okay. Like, I'm not sure I'm super hyped about it yet. And I it was I, the air ratchet, wasn't it? Yeah, until I saw really a lot of full gameplay from the reveal stream was where I was like, okay, I want this. I want this over TMNT. Let's get this. Because we were at the choice of like, do we buy TMNT or do we buy Hot Wheels? And I think we definitely made the better decision. Um, we did not even make it through that full reveal stream. We yeah, made it like we, 15 yeah, to 20 yelled, minutes in. And I was like, Jordan, Jordan I yelled get Craig it. at Fun Hobbies. And I'm like, hey, or not Fun Hobbies, Fun Billiards up in Dallas. And I was like, hey, put us in for Hot Wheels. Like, we're down. Definitely can't wait to play it. And, you know, 
next opportunity. That's definitely on my list. Just going back to the Twippies again, listeners, uh, twippies.com is where you can vote. That's T-W-I-P-Y-S.com. Very excited. The Twippies will be held in March. Um, I want to give a big thank you to the Twippies nominee committee that put this all together. Also, Jeff Patterson, Mr. Twip himself. Thank you so much for this fun opportunity for all of us content creators and manufacturers to to kind of have some fun with our our listeners and our fans. It's it's just been an amazing opportunity and I can't wait to see what happens in March. So it's going to be so much fun. So listeners, if you have not voted yet, you can vote through the end of the month at twippies.com. Please, if you if you would like, you can vote for our lovely friends here, Jordan and Becca, um, for best pinball streamers. There's a, a lot of amazing streamers on that list. And it was funny. So I was so excited because the one streamer I hadn't watched on the list was uh, Carlos. Uh, uh, oh, Lazer yeah. I'm a, I'm an old lady. Like I go to sleep early and he streams late and I'm like, mm-hmm. I can do it. I'm going to make, and I made it. And then I like fell asleep like 20 minutes and it is no reflection on Carlos. I am just super old. Gets me through the nights, man. Lowe's, <laughs> when I have to work from he's midnight great. to 8am at work sometimes, <clears> like <throat> he's usually going from midnight to 8am and like, it's great. Everyone's got different vibes and they're, you know, they all have their own, their own flavor they, and they're all they, awesome. Um, and and Los, I'm particularly attracted to because it's just a really chill. I'm sorry, say that again. You're particularly attracted to yeah. Los. Hey, you know okay, he's cool. he's a good looking guy. That's fine. Okay. Um, because yeah, it's just such a chill vibe, right? Like it is so chill. We we try to be you know kind of hyperactive and goofy. Yeah. And, and you know we know that's not you're, for everyone. You're that's hyperactive? fine. I'm not hyperactive. Well, I'm, like yeah. you, that's you? but I mean like that's why I like Lazy Los because I, I reflect <laughs> with that right. Like, Lauren, I think one of my favorite things that has been really cool about the Twippies this year is how many uh, women in pinball we have. And we don't even have a lot of women in pinball in the Twippies this year. I think I counted and there's like seven of us. And I know that you posted like a little voter's guide for who wants to vote for women in pinball. And like, I don't know. I think it's really exciting that we have women in pinball on the ballot this year because I'm trying to remember the Twippies from last year. And I think it might have just been, and last year we also had best league and stuff. And I know like Bells and Triumph San Antonio was on there, but like, um, it's still something where I think there were maybe like two of you guys. Yeah, I think I I was in there for best podcast, which I was super shocked about because it was like my first year podcasting. I and know then, I voted for you and everything. Ah, thank you. And then we won for best league, which I literally, literally like broke down and sobbed like a giant baby. Um, but it, I think those like and I and I apologize, listeners. Uh, I know that there were a few other women, but there weren't as many women as there are this year. I was so excited just to see um, that many women identifying nominees, and you know. It means the world to me. And, and I think you should vote for whoever you want to, women, men, whatever. But I, I love the fact that our hobby is now being more representative of the the people that I play with. I'm like, oh, look, there's ladies on the, the nomination board. I'm so excited. Um, so it's just, it warms my heart that I just saw so many content creators and that were nominated and it was so, it was so neat. Um, you know, definitely, you know, even in, um, the streaming category, hot nudge, we've had Rebecca and Anna on, they're awesome. You know, uh, there's so many women throughout the entire, um, board. Of course we have, um, Rebecca, the other Rebecca and Jordan who we will be featuring who are up for best YouTube channel. Then we also have best YouTube channel also for Jen Roofer for no coin drop required. 
and Laura Fraley is up for the Quarantopia Selfie League, and then Allison Ray and her team for the Northwest Pinball Summer Camp, which I was involved with, which also has a Hot Wheels connection. Listeners, if you saw that, I literally, every question in that game show that I was on with the summer camp was about Hot Wheels. I was dying. And I was like, <laughs> I have never played this game. I was like, stop <laughs> asking me questions about Hot Wheels. I felt bad because I'm like, I'm hoping people from American Pinball are watching because you get to see my face. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> Well, it's okay. We're here to answer all your questions about Hot Wheels, Lauren. I know. If if, uh, if I get invited back to be on the uh, Ultimate Pinball Game Show, I'm like, all right, Rebecca, Jordan, when are y'all going to be my partner? Because um, y'all are going to be talking to me about Hot Wheels because it was hysterical. But uh, kind of swinging back a little bit, um, there were just so many women nominated this year. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And I hope this trend continues. Again, listeners, twippies.com. You can vote through the end of the month. And there are lots more categories that we did not cover because we're going to try to talk about some other things besides the Twippies, which is Fliptronic. So you guys started back in April. What encouraged you to start streaming? Was it just like, we, we love pinball and, you know, we're stuck at home or kind of like, how did that start? Oh, it was even before then because we were talking about streaming uh, from Buffalo for uh, Bell's League Nights. Yeah was like really what, you know, spurred it on was Jordan was like, hey, we should stream your Bell's League Nights. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be great. And we were like, Jesse, we want to stream there sometimes. And he was like, yeah. Yeah, I was um, watching like dead flip streams and I was like, I could probably pull something like this together. I just need to get the right equipment. And, that's like, how Jordan I'm, starts every hobby. I'm savvy about, like I'm just curious about it. So like, I'm curious this. about it. I'll get the things and I'll try it, right? <laughs> I can try it. And like, of course, like I had planned to do this back in like, last january or something and i had done little occasional tests of like how does this look and i wasn't satisfied with it so i'd look for like the next best thing to upgrade to and i wasn't i didn't want to unleash our streams to the world until i thought it was at a point where it was presentable i guess perfectionist i was sort of a perfectionist, perfectionist. About it, but like, it's okay i like it about you yeah, like yeah. and so yeah i lined up with like oh we want to do tournaments and like you know, just show our like on location play and then we'll play like our one or two pins at home. And then coronavirus happened. And then coronavirus happened. And then it was like, okay, well now we're just going to show the pins that we have here. And as we grow the collection and yeah. And that's it. It was just kind of all uh, uphill from there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Uphill, downhill. I don't know. It was a hill, Yeah, several hills. (laughs) Were there some unexpected turns in learning how to stream Um, and streaming yeah, um, I would say the biggest challenges I think we faced initially was we were too concerned about how we get people in there. Yeah. Or like, you know, how many viewers we were going to get or like just having people to chat with. Stats, numbers. Like, so for me personally, it's challenging to not to just talk about anything at random. Um, as I say, Becca can talk to a wall nonstop mm-hmm. and she's really good at it. Whereas I am the complete opposite. It's very hard for me to talk unless I'm prompted um, or have like a topic to focus on. Because mm-hmm. um, I think just overall, I am a pretty quiet person. Like, unless I'm. You're quiet until shedding. you have a topic that you're like super into. Into, yes. And so, then I won't shut up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, th- it was that initially. And we're, we were like, I think, too concerned about watching our viewer count and being, I think, uh, you know, sad about like, oh, we didn't, maybe we don't get enough viewers or like, maybe they just don't like us or something like that. But I think it just, one of those things where it just has to, you know, blossom naturally. And like, people will show up no matter what, like, doesn't matter what you're streaming, like they'll show up eventually and then chat with you and yeah. you build a rapport. And that was, that was a good, like 
kind of getting over the hump thing when that started happening. But other than that, I think it was also like, I think when we initially started, it was something where like when you initially started and when we initially started, like, let me say that nine more times. Um, <laughs> talk to a wall. Good job. me. Uh, that you don't feel like you necessarily have a community yet because you're just starting out and you're very alone. And so I feel like at the very beginning of streaming, we felt like we were reaching out to our family, our friends, you know, our local pinball community, um, you know, and then the more we streamed, the more we got integrated with all of the people who were also already streaming. And I would say more established, Mm -hmm. um, which gave us more people to like bounce ideas off of. But I think at the very beginning it was figuring like our biggest challenge was figuring out how to, um, you know, build relationships with people publicly in their chats on the internet and through discord and Facebook groups. And just, I think that was a really big challenge. And then I know for me, my work schedule can get insane. And so one of my biggest challenges was figuring out when we could stream, how Mm -hmm. we can fit it into our schedule, how much we can stream, um, what days we should stream. How do we fit this in with movie mocking schedules? Like, yeah, because yeah, we have a lot of other interests outside of pinball too. That God kind forbid, of getting away hobbies. with scheduling. But yeah, it was it was a case of like we don't want to step on other people's toes and like try yeah. to stream over them. Like, when does it seem like it's dead around the category? So that might be a place we can fit in. Like, yeah, it was kind of that. And then yeah, technology wise, it wasn't too bad. Or figuring out how to use. The well, you had to get better out. internet. I had to get better internet. Yeah, my internet sucked, but um, yeah, you don't realize how much you need. Yeah, it took me, I think, two months before yeah. we found out that I could actually adjust my bitrate setting <laughs> to know, like, oh, we can make our stream look better for people by upping the bitrate. <laughs> cool. Like, there was a lot about uh, the streaming tool that we use that I didn't really know how to how to mess with. And then you even changed tools. And then I changed tools. And it was, you know, a lot of it came from uh, collaborating and talking with other streamers like MPT3K. Don't panic, flip, Pinsomniac, Flipptronic, and I say these are all t- you, you know just they're all literally they're all TPN meant, people. Jordan, and babe, it, you uh, literally just mentioned yourself. Did I say Flipptronic? Sorry, I meant flip, <laughs> flip, uh, Flipstream, which we both get confused for each other. Sorry, Flipstream. technically you do collaborate with me, and, and I you, am yes. Flipptronic, yes, but Flipptronic. I provide minimal technical knowledge. Which, which all those people are in, you know, George's Don't Panic Flips channel or a Discord, and there's a Stream Tech cha- channel in there, and it's a lot, you know, where people bounce off ideas of like. You know, how do I do this with OBS? How do I do this with like, you know, Twitch settings or whatever? And mm-hmm. like, how do I make this work? And everyone's super open and sharing how they do things. And it really helped. And then we joined TPN. Yep. Which helped a lot. Yep. So Yeah, I mean, you get that opportunity with the the pinball network to, you know, have that viewership that's already kind of built in. I'm excited. I mean, a wacky group of people in there. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. Bless them. They crack me up. You've now been nominated. You've kind of established yourselves as streamers. You have fans. What's next? Oh what What are you guys up to now? Like, what do you guys see? Well, we do have one giant fan. That's a oh, tube man. We do. God, we have the tube man. We got it. It is literally a giant fan. Oh my gosh. It's such a huge fan. Um, we literally have a giant fan. Um, yeah. So, where we go next? Um, I mean, we're, we're still going to stick with pinball stuff. Uh, one thing we've been dabbling in is just looking at other categories to stream because um, you know, honestly, I don't want to stream just pinball. 
as much as I love pinball, there is a lot of other interests that I have that both Becca and I share. Well, we also integrate those interests in with pinball. And with pinball, yeah. And so it's something where, you know, it's like pinball is our basis. But what we've found so much is there are so many other communities Mm -hmm. that we're involved in that what's been really cool is we've been bringing, I would say, people who aren't exposed to pinball streaming or are in other hobbies. We've been bringing them into the hobby, which has been something that has been invaluable. That was part of the goal that I was thinking about was like, you know, it's you can only reach so many consistent like viewers and follows within the pinball category because it is very niche. It's not a huge community. Um, but everyone kind of suffers from the same thing, right? Is that we kind of max out at having like just shy of like a hundred viewers as like our max viewer count, like from stream to stream, like usually 30 or 40. Right. And I'm like, pinball is such a fun thing. All these people are so entertaining and great to like chat with that. There should be more people in there. Right. And, um, I don't think you necessarily have to be super into pinball to really enjoy these people's streams. Um, I definitely catch myself watching other streams and not even caring about, watching the play field, I'm more concerned about, you know, how is your day chatting with the streamer and like, you know, (laughs) Hey, yeah, what's up? Like, what are you doing? Like share your feelings and, and you know, they're friends. It's, it's just, it's, it's distanced friends. And it's like, you're talking to them on a phone and they just happen to be playing, playing pinball. So I think our goal for this next year is we're going to keep streaming pinball because that's our jam. But I think what we're going to try to do is jump into some other stuff. So that way we can, you know, introduce like pinball players to more hobbies that can also, you know, further their pinball addiction or i'd like we we want to reach we want to reach more communities so that we can bring those communities into pinball um like we took people from our uh, movie mocking community and uh you know they started watching us pretty consistently to just support us in the first place and then they started watching other streamers and now we've got a couple of them who actually have now like bought pinball machines or rented them i love it it's really cool to see that. And it's like, hey, we we essentially sold a pinball machine for somebody, you know? Like, Yeah, it's so fun. The thing that we were talking about, Becca, earlier, you know, via chat was that you like started like getting into like streaming or watching streams about craft. I was like, I didn't know people streamed that, which I was completely fascinated by. I was like, really? People and it's that? so cool. So we went into some of the crafting streams and one of them, uh, we did a crafting stream on Tuesday night and we were, we made uh, Jeff Teolis a pinball profile uh, badge. And now that, and you need to send me your logo so that we can make you a patch. And <gasps> so, so I think, yeah. So I think one of the things that we're definitely going to be doing the next year is we want to start making patches for all of our like, pinball friends you know yeah like whoever wants one whoever wants one show up in our chat on tuesdays i guess if we're if show up when we're crafting and we'll make you something um you know and so we have and she this we got a big giant raid from a crafting stream that we had been hanging out in which fun story uh, her name is calamity underscore underscore cat um and she actually worked with roger sharp yeah um crazy like crossover stuff like we were hanging out in one of her, her first, like the first time we were hanging out in her stream, you know, she, she's um, very supportive of, of her community with the crafter stuff that she like collects all of the other streamers names and has shout out stuff going on. And she's, you know, as soon as we appeared, she's like, Hey, are you guys streamers? Like, what do you do? And gave, you know, our info. And then, you know, we're just chatting about random stuff. The next day I popped into her next stream and she's like, Oh my God, Flutronic, I totally forgot to tell you. It didn't even occur to me when you said you guys pinball stream, but, I used to work with a guy 
who was really into pinball and had like 30 machines in his house and was, I guess, some kind of important figure in pinball. And she was like, I kind of forgot his name, but I know like that he's like sort of like really big in the history with pinball. And I was like, Roger Sharp. And she's like, yes, that's exactly who it is. And I was like, oh my God. I was and like, then we the godfather of pinball. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just works with the godfather of pinball. No big deal. Um, and so what's been right, right? <laughs> yeah, so, well, it's like that's this guy. Like, <gasps> no. And then, yeah, even then, one of her viewers was like, "Oh, hey, uh, my husband and I own a bride of pinbot and a pinbot, and uh, you know, baby Pac-Man, uh, or like Mr. And Mrs. Pac-Man." I am. And I, I am working. Like, oh, Awesome. On getting them to buy your freaking high speed. Journey. True, they do I'm trying speed. so yeah, they're hard. Out, they're out in Colorado. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's just fun to kind of cross communities there. Yeah. So our goal is to start, you know, bringing other people into pinball. I think this year. I think we got a good start on it this year, but I think I think we can do more of it yeah. this year because we're more comfortable with streaming and setting up and trying new things. And we suck at retro games, so we can't do things like Anonymous is doing where, you know, he yeah. brings in a large crowd from retro into um, pinball right. or like Mr. Scoot's trying to do. He's a big retro streamer who's now trying to break into pinball. Um, yeah, we tried that this year, actually. We tried to get people to watch me playing retro <laughs> games, and unfortunately, I really suck at them, and it's not fun for other people to watch me cuss <laughs> at a TV. I mean, sometimes three. it's pretty well, some, fun. <laughs> Jordan, you think it's funny when I cuss at a TV Other street. people said they liked it. Okay, some people, well, that's because they watch us playing pinball and they think it's funny when I get mad. Okay, um, sure. So it's like my sister who would just annoy me to get mad because she thinks it's funny. Um, you make funny sounds. I do make funny sounds. I got memed, Lauren. I became a meme <laughs> this year. She did. I have a girl. You know you made it. You, you've made it. When I you made it. Well, it's funny when I will pop, like when I will, I'm not even in chat. Like I will not, I'm not participating in chat, but I will be in other people's channels and I will watch other people do an exclamation point grr, like as a command, because that's a command that we have from one time, again, playing Hot Wheels. I got, Jordan got all up in my business and I drained my ball and I made this really, I would, and I just, kept going for a really long time and it was really funny and now it's all over the pinball twitch and so i've become a pinball meme and i'm okay with it and uh i hope i don't get memed again this coming year but yeah so i feel that you two have arrived you got nominated for a twippy and you're a yeah. pinball meme i'm like check check you're done you're done yeah. you got it uh, i'm accomplished i can retire now exactly now it's time to make a homebrew oh jesus god <laughs> Jordan has all the equipment, essentially, to make a homebrew. Oh, I have some ideas for you. We'll talk offline about it. All right. All right. So we're coming towards the end of the show, you guys. Uh, we have Inside the Pinball Arcade, where we get to find out more about you and your pinball mind. And I, I'm really hoping that not all your answers are Hot Wheels. So <laughs> <laughs> are you guys ready to play? Yes. Sure. All right. So I'm going to ask a question. and then. I'll go to each one of you for the answer. So question number one, and this will, we'll start with Rebecca. What game do you love? Oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I love I, Game of Thrones. It's the game that taught me how to, it's the game that I needed to learn how to learn rules on. And, you know, I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. I don't know Game of Thrones that well. You know, obviously we had Kate Rothwell Jackson, the voice from Game of Thrones on the show. Love her. Hey, Kate. 
Um, also, Ella, who was just on our previous episode, Ella Reese, that is her favorite game. That is her grail is Game of Thrones. I'm like, you need to meet my friend, Rebecca. I was like, because she's amazing. And she also loves Game of Thrones. But I, it was funny. So we're playing it up in Austin last week and myself and Chris. And, you know, I can really get into this game. I can see why Rebecca is super into it. I was like, it's very interesting. And it's all to me all about rules. So I love that. I love that choice. All right, Ooh. Jordan. Mm-hmm. What game do you love? Uh, Deadpool, hands down. Ah, uh, it is. Uh, I was very excited when we finally got it for our collection, and then since it's been in our collection, it's probably the only one I really go to and play. Uh, like when we're not streaming, the most like it's the one I go to and play the most. I love it. I love it. All right, question number two, Rebecca. What game do you hate? Walking Dead. Oh, I hate, you. <laughs> I hate the Walking Dead. It is a, and it's what's, again, it's so great because this has also been turned into now an internet joke about how much I hate the Walking Dead. The internet knows, Twitch knows, every stream I come into, they know I hate it. They make fun of me for hating it. And I stand by, by I stand by my decision to hate the Walking Dead. It is an ugly game. You have to hit those stupid left drop down targets no matter what to make progress on a Marode. I understand there is a deep, beautiful, sexy rule set somewhere in that game that people love, but I'm not good enough, so I hate it. Talk to I, me in five years. Yeah, no, I just, um, you know, I feel like I'm that per- that meme, you know, convince me otherwise. It's like, I hate, I hate Walking Dead. And the thing is, it's always in a... Uh, tournament like every tournament I go to I'm like oh Walking Dead why are you here I just I I've not enjoyed it I've tried and people are like but it's such a great game I'm like no no it's not it's just no not. it's not burn it burn, burn it. it burn it chop so- it up put it in a fire pit I'm done <laughs> or or modify the rule set so I don't have to hit the those god-awful left drop targets in some... I don't know how they would fix the rules or how they would fix the code. I don't know. I don't code. Whatever. If I didn't have to hit those drops to start a mode, I could cope. Um, but I can't. <laughs> I can't cope. I will go to therapy over The Walking Dead. <laughs> Jordan, what game do you hate? Um, it's hard to say hate because I'm like, any pinball is fun, right? Like. Um, no. For, <laughs> um, the only thing I can really list or to put on that would probably be i'm probably gonna catch a lot of flack for this is stern jurassic park um we Jordan, we bought it new we are box. now getting unfollowed unsubbed i know Let, all right hear this me out it. we're gonna have to go to crafting no. so i haven't i haven't played all pinball machines right so i can't say objectively like this one i hate because you know even if i haven't played it right Jordan i'm just going off feelings of, hurt i know i'm going off of all games that i've played right <laughs> and i'm only really taking it in a modern stance and not like EMs or really super early solid states or anything. Um, but we bought Jurassic Park new in box. First new in box too. It was our first new in box. And that thing, uh, like I said, the music kind of made me feel too like gloomy and like drama based, which I didn't like. And so it didn't give me that excitement. And then beyond that, it was just a very punishing game. Uh, much like how Walking Dead is for Becca, Jurassic Park was for me. Um, and we weren't ready for that game. Like I respect it. The rules are good. I just couldn't execute on it. And it was very, very frustrating and not for, for, uh, fulfilling for me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we ended up selling it and getting Hot Wheels, basically. And so um, that, that's hate. kind of where... That's why I, I hate to say hate, right? Because I'm like, I respect it. And like, I know it's a good game. Like you don't want to own it. You don't hate it. You're just like... I don't want to own it. You live out in the universe. That being said, I know we're not supposed to go through and modify code, but there is modified. There is somebody did mod the code to include 
because that was your other big complaint is that it didn't feel like Jurassic Park. It, it felt, felt like, like Dinosaur is the game. Yeah. And so the theme integration for Jordan for Jurassic Park wasn't there. Yeah, and it, it just didn't land for you. And it landed for a lot of other people. And that's okay. Oh, no, and for sure. Lauren, yeah. you can't see me pat Jordan gently <laughs> on the back to tell him <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Um, but, and you know, and it took Jordan probably, I don't know, like a month, a month and a half to convince me, like, to let it go. Like, because I was like, no, this is a great game. Let I enjoy go, this game. And the... <laughs> and the music for me wasn't a big deal like that. It's it's that I don't care about it. Um, like it's a bonus for me. Like good music is a bonus for me, but it's not something that I have to have. And so, yeah. So I feel yeah. like Jurassic Park isn't the world's greatest game. Like I think I enjoy Avengers 50 gazillion times more mm -hmm. as far like layout and theme wise than Jurassic Park. And I do enjoy Jurassic Park, but like, I think by the time that we had Jurassic Park in our house for a few months, we were, it was just, it just wasn't fulfilling in that way. Talk to us in a few years. Like, maybe in a few years when we're better, we'll look at it again and they can make the music better or something. Yeah. I'm sure there's know. a game from the 90s or something I can probably pick out, but like, as it stands and what I've played recently, I guess like in the past two years, the thing I, that I've disliked the most playing was Jurassic Park, which is funny because we loved it on location. Yeah, that was good on location. We learned from time. that mistake. I think it was just the excitement, the newness of it. Yeah, yeah. we I learned. We learned. So rent I mean, before you buy. Flip. Yeah, rent because yeah, having that pin in your house is totally different than mm -hmm. enjoying to play something on location. Like I hated Game of Thrones on location, but once I had it in my house, I was like, oh, I love it. I'll play for days, and I did, and it was beautiful. I, I love that. Although, I, and I can't remember, I, I made a shout out, but I have to thank my friend Gene Wong again for sending me the Jeff Goldblum uh, enamel pin from Jurassic Park. It's like my favorite enamel pin right now. And it's the, you, it's the shot that you guys all know of Jeff Goldblum reclining oh, yeah. after he's been injured. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> so I was like, I, there are so many things I love about Jurassic Park, but I could, that is definitely a rabbit hole, but oh, Jordan, hot take. Whew, got spicy. It is. It is. I, I, it, it, but it's okay. It's okay. We're all about sharing. We're, it's, it's a safe space. It's totally okay. All right. Question number three What is your favorite art package? And we'll start with you, Jordan. Ooh, favorite art package. Mm -hmm. Man, that's a good one. Um, Crap, what is my favorite art package? I don't know, because you've never been super into, like, art, art on pins. That's always been way more of my deal. That is kind of, yeah. You're, oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe go to back end, come back to the <laughs> I ain't got to mow this one over Art package. Oh. So, um, I mean, overall art package, I I feel like I gravitate towards, like, I always end up gravitating towards like 80s, 90s. And, you know, I will say Zombie Eddie's really bringing it, bringing it back with the illustration that he's doing. Um, yeah, hot take would be my favorite art package is The Walking Dead, uh, that ugly piece of garbage. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I always seem to be, I, I tend, I gravitate very much to late 80s, 90s uh, Williams machines with Python to Angelo. I love the illustration. Yeah. I love like the screen printing. And so I would say that, you know, out of all of the pins, I'm going to go out of all the pins. If you said, hang up a play field on your wall, it's going to be bad cats. I love, I love my okay. bad cats. My mom cracked me. It, it, it's not the most, I don't know, 
it's it's a fun game to play, but it's not hard. That is not a hard game. Um, but I literally I got it for the art. It is a stunning, beautiful piece of art um, that is in my house. And I told myself I am not allowed to buy any more pictures of cats on the wall um, to put on the wall. And so I have circumvented that rule for myself because my house is covered in pictures of cats. I bought bad cats and it is in my house and I will never get rid of it ever. It is meow, my meow, favorite meow. art method. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, it's I, so and, good. And I think looping back, I think my favorite uh, would probably be Deadpool. It's, it's, it's a solid art. art package. Everything is tied together. I I can't say anything bad about it. So I'm like, it'd be, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is Deadpool. Yeah, I love it. I love I, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool's, I, that's great art. I love Deadpool. You didn't All like right. an ACBC uh, face on the play field? Mm. <laughs> mm. I told him no, because that thing was ugly. All right, next question. Jordan, you'll like this one. Yes. Uh, best sound package, best soundtrack, either call outs, music. Um, what's your favorite? Man, that's a good one too. Um, I, I, I'm going to say Deadpool again. Like, Especially with that new code update. Yeah, the new code update too. It's like, oh man, they added some new songs and they're oh, so good. The DJ mixer? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Deadpool. So like Deadpool is the all across the board like, the things that I like as far as super energetic pumped up music and it varies. It's not just like all dubstep or something. Right. Actually, sorry. I take that back. Not Deadpool TNA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Quick pivot, Jordan. I totally discounted TNA. TNA is just freaking awesome. Like uh, that yeah. is my favorite. Obviously it's the intro music to the show. So I am all about TNA all day long. I think it has the, the, best sound um scott denisi i think is amazing with music yeah. so i said dubstep I, and i'm like oh wait tna i totally forgot about that and like <laughs> yeah that it's the same it's the same, it's the, th- the same thing Derp. right like the feeling the music gives you and the sound effects and everything blends into your enjoyment of the machine and like really pulling you in and deadpool still does that very well um but deadpool i think in a close t- second tna yeah deadpool's close second but tna with like you that, can say Deadpool and I can say TNA because I go sure. with TNA. Like it's, we it's, can split the vote for Flipronic okay. as a whole. Sure. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> two votes. Aha! Circumvent <laughs> the system. It worked on the flipping out pinball thing. We can work it here. I would. The only thing I wished it was different about Deadpool was the voice actor. I think. I think I would want Deadpool's voice different, but it's like hard. How do you get someone to simulate like Ryan Reynolds? You can't. He's and I know champion. not Ryan Reynolds is like everything Deadpool, but I'd be more familiar with it. Yeah, it was one of those things. I got, I get why they have the, you know, I know he does like all the rest of the Deadpool, you know, sounds and things like that and call outs. But I was like kind of sad that it wasn't Ryan Reynolds because I'm like, eh, come on, guys. <laughs> but I'm sure that getting Ryan Reynolds to do that would be a small fortune. Super expensive, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah it should be super expensive. But he seems like a weird enough dude that he'd be down for it. He'd probably be down for it. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure something could have been worked out. I mean, they got Brian Posen to do all the, the call out writing for Deadpool, which is really cool. It's a favorite comedian of mine. Um, Your mind was blown when you found that out. I too. Was, yeah. It was amazing. You bought a cameo about it. I did. Um, <laughs> Just so you guys know, I actually own the soundtrack to TNA. I actually went to Scott Denise's oh, website nice. and bought it. I downloaded it yeah. on like a CD. You, no, I did a digital download, but I think okay. these are available. But I was like so into the music that I went and bought all of it. And yeah. I, was like, I need I need all of it. So anytime I mean, he has a release, I'm like, I'm going to go buy it. I was so it's into it. It's Sick Beats Miss. It like it's, it's one of those things where I was like, you know what? I had a kid who told me it's Sick Beats Miss today about 
you know, about TNA. And I will tell you, like, I, I listen to the TNA. I listen to it on Spotify because I stream all my music. But it's, um, yeah, no, I listen to the TNA soundtrack all the time. I, By far, best music, best sounds. I bought a pin sound at TPF last year <clears throat> for our Star Trek Next Generation. And the first thing I did was put TNA songs on it. <laughs> it worked. I'm- <laughs> it did work. Good. It did work. It was real weird and kind of uncomfortable and not quite right. <laughs> but bless your heart, it worked. It was high energy and fun. Like it that. was very high energy and fun. It's just not what I expected for a white body with mean outlines. All right. Next question. What is your grail pin, Rebecca? I'm assuming I'll go to Jordan on this because he's got a great answer. And I I'm struggling because Game of Thrones was my grail pin for a really long time. And I'm getting it in March. So like I have to come up with another grail pin. You need a new grail. Uh, Mine's not released yet. (laughs) Um, Which is of of most speculation is the the CGC remake of Cactus Canyon. Like an OG Cactus Canyon, I would like. Sure. But I think that would be my grail. And I assume this is like pins that are made, right? Not like. Yes, these are pins that are out there. So, yeah, I would say a Cactus Canyon because I can still put Cactus Canyon continued on it. So yeah. All right, Rebecca. Rebecca already has her grill pin. I know. So that's the thing is, is that I have spent all year, like we drove to Colorado to buy this Bad Cats. Um, and because Bad Cats, so initially Bad Cats was my grill pin. Um, Bad Cats was my grill pin. And I got my Bad Cats and I love my Bad Cats. And then my grill pin turned into game of thrones because we had to give game of thrones back and i miss it like i missed it i genuinely missed game of thrones i i cried like i genuinely cried about game of thrones when i had to leave and go back um and now i am getting and when when george on dope panic flip got like before he even owned the game of thrones and he was just like yeah i'm gonna buy the game of thrones in like a month i was like i want it when you're done i have dibs that is my machine I'm getting it. And you know what? After I, and I, every time I'm in his stream, I'm always like, how's my, how's my game of Thrones? How's my game of Thrones? And now that Nick, the Pinsomniac has it, I show up in his stream and I'm like, how's my game of Thrones? <laughs> um, and it's going to be mine, you guys. But I would say that my next, I would say like the next pin that I want to go questing for that if like one went up for sale, I would dip into the savings account for, it's probably going to be, uh, I would say it would be TNA. I think that that would be, you don't find them all the time. And when they do, they're a little like inflated, which is fine because they're wonderful machines and they're worth it. Um, But I think that like the next thing that if like, if I think about what, if, what, if a pin went up for sale and we had to drive as far as Colorado to go get it, what would it be? It would be a TNA. Yeah, I think that I'm was a same, really long answer. Same page there. For a realistically priced pin. Yeah, TNA. Yeah, for real. Because yeah. I know I'm probably not going to shell out like 12 grand for it. No, we're not going to shell out 12 grand for a TNA. I've tried to tell Jordan was looking at like 12 grand cactus cans and he's like, you want, you want it? You want to go get it? And I'm like, no, no, we're not going to buy a 12 grand cactus canyon. We're not going to buy the 12 grand pop of cactus canyon. We're not going to go buy the 12 grand like cactus canyon on Craigslist. No, we're not. No. I'll wait for the remake. It's all right. Yeah. So I love it, ready I love for it. it. I, but I understand your, your dilemma, Rebecca, cause I have my grail. So like, what's my new grail. Everybody made fun of me. Cause I wanted night moves to be my new grail. And they're like, Lauren, that's terrible. So yeah. I feel like it I'll probably would be TNA. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I completely understand. All right. Next question. 
who or whom would you like to play pinball with? Is there somebody you enjoy playing pinball with the most? Or is there a person throughout time, anytime, living or deceased, that you would like to play pinball with? And we'll go with you, Jordan. Oh, boy, what a question. Because then you bring in like the deceased people and you're like, then you just bring in anybody. Right. <laughs> I opened it up because people were like, can I can I say somebody that's dead? I'm like, yeah, sure. So now I'm like, yeah, pick whomever. So um, I'm like, I, I don't know. It's that person. I, like I would, I would, the question. I would, I would probably just do party. personality, right? Like I'd probably want to play with like Scott Denisi or. Well, we like can Bell actually probably do that because yeah. I did tell him we're showing up at his house to play heist. Yeah. I can't think of like someone not pinball related. I would probably want to pull in because I I feel like I play with Roger Sharp. Well, that too. I said non pinball related. Oh, like, non pinball. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to like resurrect like I don't know like Beethoven from the dead and be like, here's pinball. <laughs> like I mean, Jordan. Like I know you're good with your fingers. Like can you can you handle a silver ball? Well, you don't handle the silver ball. You hit the flipper. Well, I know. So I'm saying, like, handle it with. Yeah, but like, you also like. Don't do that. Well, you're not touching the metal strings on the piano. You're using keys to do that. So there. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I mean, because here's the thing. I would. This is our banter, like even off stream. I know these are the questions. These are the important (laughs) questions. Um. So, uh, let's see. So I think what. Um. So if I could play. So it's really hard because I always, I'm thinking of like all the non-pinball people that I would want to play pinball with is the thing. Because I feel like when you get to play pinball, you don't just play the pinball. You get to spend time chatting and getting to know that person. So I have two options. Um, I would uh, definitely want to resurrect uh, Ellie Wassell from the dead to talk about um, – because I'm a huge – God, this sounds terrible. I am very – connected to the Jewish heritage on my dad's side of the family. And um, I would love, and the, my biggest thing is Ellie Wassell was in Georgetown and I never got to meet him before he passed away. Um, so I would love to get to meet him and enjoy time with him and share the joys that I get with pinball with him and just enjoy that conversation. And then my second choice would be, I would want to play Game of Thrones with George R.R. R. Martin and find out how the books will end. Because, <laughs> oh my God, he's going to freaking die before the books end. But I would want to play Game of Thrones with George R. R. Martin, I which is very specific. Very specific. And um, Night, which it's kind of hard. Like, I feel weird when I say it. it's one of my favorite books. I, I think it's one of those I books understand. that resonated with me, you know, because I had to read it when I was a high schooler. And it's to this day, you know, 20 plus years down the road, it's still a book that resonates with me. So I find that completely fascinating. Also, I feel that there are a lot of people who'd want to corner George R.R. R. Martin so they can find out what's going to happen. Because I'm like, is he going <laughs> to turn out two more books? I don't know. It's just- I don't know, but he's playing pinball with Rebecca on Saturday. So um, <laughs> like deep cut, you guys. I'm not, I don't want to play pin. Like I do want to play pinball with all the famous pinball personalities. Don't get me wrong. Um, I would 100% like, but I feel like also just watch, I'm going to recruit all these other people, all these other genre nerds. Can I change my answer to something super sappy? Okay, sure. I'm just going to choose Rebecca. Oh, you're You're so precious. I know. (laughs) You know, all the right answers. It's because I got you that Avengers topper, wasn't it? (laughs) It is. (laughs) Keep your eye for the toppers. I love it. Okay, we got two more. You've ever gotten out of me that you probably ever will. True. (laughs) We 
got two more questions. All right. What is your favorite? What is your favorite pinball event tournament to either play in and or attend? And RIP Pinberg. Uh, but uh, we don't we'll list Pinberg because usually everybody says Pinberg. So besides Pinberg. Yeah, I would have liked Pinberg, but we never got to go to that. Are you wearing? Same. Oh, you're wearing an MPTK shirt. Yeah. You like to wear your Pinberg shirt. I do. Um, I think uh, right now I, I like TPF, but if I had to choose one, I think I would go with the Houston Arcade Expo because it's such yes. a party. It like, is such that a event party. Was such a party, and like Becca and I have been to a lot of conventions, and not related to pinball, like board game conventions. All Gen Con, stuff. woo! Yeah, a lot, board most, games. mostly board game conventions and stuff, but like of the energy of all the different conventions like expo is crazy like it's so fun like everyone's just running around with beers in their hand playing pinball like you know it's gonna be a good time so yeah so, i would say oh arcade expo. i know and i think that it's something where since we were so new into pinball and we got nailed by a pandemic this past year because this was the year we were supposed to go to pinberg this was the year we were supposed to go to like expo in chicago like this was going to be our year of pinball conventions and we never got to do them so of the you know conventions that uh you know what so here's the thing so it's not a convention but it's something that we put the machine in for that we never really that we got to watch but we didn't get to play because we thought we were inferior bat city i want to resurrect bat city i want the bat city tournament to come back i love it it's super community based it's kind of small you know but we have people who come in internet like there were people who flew in yeah, um, we have, uh, there's a, a gentleman from Japan that comes in. Yeah. There are people like from all over the continental U.S. Um, mm-hmm. I can't believe you guys didn't come. Like, I, we, no, we, we came. We, we just didn't play. That my break shot was in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that your break shot? So, yeah. I, and I tell this story, like, I think it's like one of the first episodes and, and some of the episodes where we have Austin people on. That was like my first tournament ever. I'm like, I just do not know i'm like i'm just gonna sign up for the bad city open because you know it's a tournament like yeah put my name down i'm like oh my god i'm so dumb i think we had some other event we were also going to there at were that a time. lot of master pancakes that were going on that weekend and yeah, they were doing like stuff. quadruple they were doing i think it was the mads i think they oh, had okay, yeah. uh the people from mystery science theater 3000 on oh. and they were doing double double shows like 6 p.m. like eight like yeah. 6 p.m. shows and like 10 p.m. shows. So we knew we weren't good enough to win anything. So we're like, oh, we'll just drop off our pinball machine. To and there contribute. was a wait list of like people who really, really, yeah. really wanted. Yeah, to Yeah, we didn't want to take up a ticket spot. So. so we bowed out. We went and watched for a little bit. We let the machine go in. We hung out for a while. Got to see everybody. Yeah, like we showed up, chatted with Jesse. Got got shirts and we have the yeah. shirts. Love you, Jesse. Love you so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I hope that city comes back in a, in in a new place. Um, Buffalo Billiards was such an iconic place to play pinball on Sixth Street, and now it's gone. Thanks, COVID. And yeah. I say that yeah. in a very bitter, mean, sad way. I, knew COVID. Uh, yeah. I have the play pinball here neon from mm-hmm. Buffalo. No, that was you. Oh my god, I was yeah. one of the bidders on that. You you outbid me. <laughs> you jacked up the price. I did. <laughs> I mean, I did too, I guess. But I was just like, no, oh, no. Where's this person? I was like, I, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do this. Because I was like, Lord, you can buy it other places. And I'm like, no, but this is the one in Buffalo. And finally, like, yeah. I forgot what it got up to. Like, I was just like, I think it was like at $80, $90 or something. Like, somewhere around there. And I'm like, I'm out. I can't. I don't know how to explain this to my spouse. Like, that I bought a used neon sign. It, it's not going <laughs> to go over well. So I was like, I'm out. And then I was like, who as much money as you want it on it. I was like, just buy it. I don't care how much it is. Just buy it. <laughs> I can't believe it was y'all. And then I told Jesse that I won that. And he's like, 
why didn't you just buy a new one for like half the price? And I'm like, <laughs> feelings. Yeah. I'm like, Belgium, hashtag feelings. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That, that I will give you visitation rights, Lauren. I know. I want to go take a picture with it. Like, hi guys. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Cause I was, I was like, literally like, who is it? That's outbidding me. This is awful. My bad. <laughs> I still no, no, don't be modest, Jordan. Don't. Just be like, no, then, I got it. I won. And Lauren Nine. decided not to release this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a, a sad face. Like this episode <laughs> not be Due to technical difficulties. Due to technical difficulties, Jordan was deleted from the show. <laughs> just put like a little smiley face over his face on the picture <laughs> whenever you whenever you post it up. Actually. You know what? Just I need a picture. The pinball here sign. Just please a picture face. with that, and I'm going to put it on the show. We will do that okay. tomorrow. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Final question, you guys. Yep. Dream theme. What is the theme that you would most like to see made by a pinball manufacturer that is not in existence today? And we'll start with you, Rebecca. Oh, I would like a Battlestar Galactic remake. I think that they, that God, I love that show. I rewatch it every year. Um, I love how they were true to the material and, you know, but they modified it for the times. I love that they gender swapped Starbuck, Katie Sackhoff. You're my girl. Like it is, it is my jam. And if they put out a Battlestar Galactica remake, I would, I would I would buy it sight unseen with a close second to Harry Potter with a caveat caveat that we not use the movie based assets. I want the illustrator from the books. Oh, I like that. I don't want another Star Wars art fiasco. Oh gosh. <laughs> Let's just move right along to the Harry Potter comic art. Let's just move right along to that. Skip Skip, Man, skip poor Daniel Radcliffe. No, 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 Daniel Radcliffe's fine. I just don't like the art style. I feel like it's really hard okay. to translate photographic realism onto a pinball machine without making it look <clears> kind <throat> of like creepy. Yeah, yeah, it just looks kind of creepy. It's just I right. know, I know the movie assets would sell way better, but yeah. Then you know what? They can make a regular Harry Potter pin and then yeah, release the comic, comic book version. Yeah, later. but totally. I'm not buying the real one sight unseen. I will buy the comic book art version. I love. All right, Jordan, dream theme. Uh, I bounced back and forth along this uh, with this long time. Um, someone's building one of my dream themes, which would be Legend of Zelda. Nice. Uh, as far as a homebrew, uh, but it, you know, it'd be nice to see that as a wide production pin, so I, I could actually buy it mm-hmm. and play it. Um, and Lauren no, can't see you, so you can't see the Triforce. Tattoo yeah, the Triforce arm. tattoo. But um, so one thing that I've actually kind of been commenting on with like the GNR release and stuff that I would, I think this is like my dream theme now because I think it would fit a lot of things that I like is a uh, a rock band and or guitar hero uh, pinball machine that has okay. downloadable content for the songs I actually want to listen to and play modes with. Um, I think it's a potentially gold mined, I, you know, gold mine idea of, you know, just generic hit these shots for drummer, bassist, guitarist, whatever, and get into this mode that is going to relate to the band that you downloaded. Like if I, you know, have a ska song going off, like, I want ska music and it's got to have like ska animations and like it's gotta get those have sick lights feel, from right? uh, the Led Zeppelin pen reveal. Yeah. And like you have to have RGB lights all over the place that are going to fit kind of the theme of each song. Be a programmer's um, nightmare. It would be a programmer's nightmare. And, but you know what you do something like P3 does where you offer a dev kit 
for people to create their own modes. And then you offer it to a sort of a, uh, an Apple store type of thing where it gets mm-hmm. approved by the manufacturer released for sale and you get a cut of downloads or, you know, buys off of your mode. Yeah. Um, I think it would just be the coolest like community shared game uh, in existence that, you know, nobody can like complain about, Oh, well, I don't like this music. So I'm going to discount this pin. Um, you know, Rich could yeah. get her uh, Selena machine. Yeah. She would just have to make it herself. Yeah. Think about, think about a lot of people's dream themes, I think are on, are based around bands and it opens it up to everyone to have their dream theme. If you can download your specific band and just slap the rock band label on it. Like yeah, nobody slap, will care yeah. that yeah, it's rock band. No rock one will band, care if you, you can put play in, the music that you want yeah. to. You do some little thing where basically if you hit the shot, it advances in the game track and whatever. But And think know. about all the VPN stuff that they do where they have all, what are they, pup packs? Is that the term? Pup packs. Pup yeah. packs. The VPN pup packs um, where you have all of like, the, like you could have music videos. Video clips. You could have video up. clips. Mm-hmm. You could have. It would, it would also be a licensing nightmare. So I understand that. Uh, but that might be baked into the DLC cost or something. So who knows? I would pay like twice the amount of money. I, you know what, Jordan? I would pay multimorphic pricing. Yeah, Ooh. for a pin like that. For a pin like that. I think that if you made a pin like that, I you, you could get away with multimorphic license. Oh yeah, I definitely Not multi- multimorphic money. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's really my dream theme. Yeah, right I love it. I love it. Well, I cool. know that this, this episode has gone a little long, but there was so yeah. much goodness. I have enjoyed you guys immensely. And I know our listeners have too. For uh, friends and listeners who want to check out your stream, where can they go and watch you guys play pinball at? Twitch.tv slash Fliptronic. So we are usually streaming on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Um, The time, I would say, typically we stream at 8 o'clock on Tuesdays and uh, 7 o'clock on Thursdays and then 3 o'clock on Sundays. Central time. uh, On central time. And uh, occasionally we might start a little early, but if you can find us on uh, Instagram uh, at FliptronicATX, if we have any scheduling updates, we do post every time that we are going to play just in case we start early or start late or God forbid they stick me on a plane for work and I have to cancel. Well, again, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Y'all have been so much fun. We will put all those links in the show notes for not only their their social media, but also uh, where they are on Twitch. So you can definitely check out the show notes for that. Uh, again, thank you guys so much. Congratulations on your nomination. Best of luck in the Twippies. And I know we're going to be chatting soon. Uh, I love you guys so much and and, a big congratulations. Best Lauren. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Aw, y'all are too. I love (laughs) (laughs) y'all. All All right, listeners. Again, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. I'd like to thank my friend over at Pinball, my girl, Brooke. I'm still doing the giveaway now through the 10th. So you have a few more days to enter and get yourself a... I know. Aren't they the bestest right now? I am wearing. I are in the mail. I got all six of them and they're in the mail and I'm ready for them. Sorry. I interrupted your commercial. No, you did interrupt my commercial. That's all right. Cause we're so excited. And I'm like, like a huffer over here sniffing like <laughs> my like chapstick, which is like horrible podcasting. Cause you can't see me do it, but tell me more about that smell. I know this one is grape. I had kiwi watermelon is in my purse. I have grape here Ooh. at my desk, but it's, they're all the bestest. I mean, I'm channeling 1991 lip smackers here y'all, but, oh uh, but seriously, you need to go and either buy yourself sums or make sure you enter the contest to win yourself a prize pack. And we're going to have Brooke on the show because she's even making more products. So I'm super, excited. Um, so yeah, so make sure you enter to win for that. And again, remember 
buy some cookies, hashtag puppy for Ella. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other and keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping!